and welcome to the Armchair Analysts. My name is Rob, and this is my dad, Ed. Hi. Since the early 70s, I've been watching the NFL with my dad, and just as long, we've been coaching teams, announcing games, and analyzing all things NFL from the comfortable distance of fandom. And now we're bringing you into our discussions. So grab some snacks and the best seat in the house, and join us, the Armchair Analysts. Okay, we ready to rock and roll? Yep, I'm ready if you are. I'm ready, man. I guess we'll uh, look back here at the wild card round before we look forward at the divisional round. Makes sense. Um, Neither one of us did very good. We only got one game right each, and it was a different game. I got the Eagles, right? You got the Eagles, and I got the Cowboys, and we were... Uh, wrong on the like I picked the Bears and you picked the Seahawks for those games and then we were both wrong on the Ravens and the Texans I thought I took uh, San Diego I thought I did I Uh, guess not well unless I marked it wrong I have you no 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 no. I don't think because I remember saying them in Chargers I said they screwed they were uh, yeah so I think you did not pick them because of that Oh, okay. Even though they're still not from San Diego. I know, I keep saying that. Although, here, check this out, this story, right? The Raiders are unhappy in Oakland. And, of course, they're they're, they're moving to Vegas. Right. Right, but the Vegas doesn't start until 2020. And the city of Oakland is suing the Raiders for... Moving, I guess. I'm not sure of the details of the lawsuit. Oakland's trying to sue them to stop them from moving to Vegas, you mean? Yeah, well, I don't know if it's to stop them from moving to Vegas or what exactly the nature of the lawsuit is, but it's something along those lines. Maybe they're suing the Raiders for, like Cleveland did. Remember, Cleveland sued. Right. Uh, and, but the it was the city of Cleveland sued, I think it was the Browns or the NFL or something to get the rights to the name and the colors and all that stuff. So that, you know, once the team moved, they had to not be the Browns anymore. Right. So I I don't know if this lawsuit is of a similar nature or not, Um, but for whatever reason, the city of Oakland is suing the Raiders. And so the Raiders are... I don't know if they're refusing to or can't because of the lawsuit, but for whatever reason, they have one more season to play as the Oakland Raiders, but they don't want to play in the Alameda County Coliseum or wherever it is that they play. Yeah, they play in the same one that the Oakland Athletics. They're the only team left to play on a baseball field and vice versa, but go ahead. Right, so they're in talks with various other options as far as where they're going to play their home games uh, in the 2019 season. And one of those options is San Diego. Uh, okay. Yeah. So they would still be the Oakland Raiders playing their home games in San Diego. And well, uh, at least one game during that season would be the, the Chargers at the Raiders – in San Diego with the Raiders being the home team. That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> you have any idea? I mean, that's no little joint. You know how far it is from San Diego to Oakland? Uh, well, it's probably like, by car, it's probably like 10 or 12 hours. 
Yeah, I mean, we're, I'm talking miles. I, uh, you know, I mean, San Diego's in the southern part of California and San and Oakland, San Francisco, and then we're up towards the northern end. Right. And you have to go up through Los Angeles and then from Los Angeles all the way up to San Francisco. That'd be a hike. Yeah, well, I'm sure, like, they, I'm sure they would be Oakland in name only. They would probably relocate to San Diego, you know, in some kind of temporary situation for the year. Like, yeah. they'd probably take over some portion of uh, San Diego State University's dorms or something. I mean, I don't know what they would do exactly, uh, but... Uh, if I was San Diego, I'd tell them to go pound salt because, you know, I mean, you don't want to root for a team for one or two years and then they're going to move to Vegas on you. And you just lost the team to Los Angeles. I just, I can't see them getting any. And, and I'm sure people ain't going to travel. Very few would travel from Oakland all the way down there to San Diego. So it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. But Probably if the money's right, San Diego would take it just as an economical boon. All right, so the divisional round, uh, Saturday's early game is the Colts at the Chiefs. Well, Colts, they're, they're still on a hell of a roll, but I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to take the Chiefs. I'm going to take my home, and uh, they scare me. They give up a lot of points, but uh, they're at home, so I'm going to take the Chiefs. Yeah, their defense, I mean, is gives up a lot of points. They make splash plays occasionally on defense, pick six or whatever, but yeah. uh, I don't see how you could pick against the Chiefs at home in the playoffs, you know, with Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and all those guys. I mean, they're super really, exciting you, still. You realize you just put the kiss of death on the Chiefs, don't you? Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> you know, so all the Chiefs fans can blame me. Well, I probably put the kiss of death on them just by rooting for them because I was rooting for the Bears. That didn't work. Uh, I was rooting for the Seahawks. That didn't work. You know, how about that kicker? Five times this season he's hit the upright. If you aimed at it, you set that ball down and said, I want you every time you kick to aim at that upright, I bet he wouldn't hit it one time. <laughs> Oops, bleep. Uh, and then that one hit the cross uh, upright, then hit the crossbar and mounts didn't go through. Collinsworth, he was talking about mad doink. He says, this is doink, doink. Right. <laughs> the first time he kicked it, it was good. And I was like, oh, they won, you know, but nobody was getting excited. And I'm like, what the heck happened? And then, you know, put at the bottom of the screen, timeout. So apparently Philadelphia, because I was, I did not have the sound on. I was at somewhere. I was watching it on a TV in a public place, sat in no sound. And so apparently Philadelphia called a timeout, you know, one of those ice the kicker right at the last second thing. And I'm like, man... They're going to make him do it again. This is going to be horrible if he misses this. And I thought I jinxed him then in my brain because now the next kick and it's drifting and I'm like, oh, is it going to squeak in? And it hit the upright and I thought it bounced in and I let out this big sigh of relief like, man, I almost jinxed him. And then still, like, nobody's reacting except for the Eagles. And I'm like, what the heck? Because I didn't see it. The bottom, you know, I just saw it doink off the upright yeah. and and go in, 
and I thought it was good, and I didn't understand why they, you know, nobody was doing anything, and uh, and then it showed like a different a, angle and showed it hitting off the crossbar. That's because it was a double doink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, do you know that they officially changed the stat on that kick to blocked? Really? Did somebody get a hand on it? Uh, they're saying that they did. He just he got a fingertip on it, and apparently it was enough to alter slightly the trajectory of the ball, just enough to make it no good, I guess. Well, it would make the kicker feel better anyway, so I don't know if it would make the fans feel any better or make the kicker feel better. Yeah. But, yeah, so they, you know, super slow-mo the replay and show from the angle, but I still can't really see it getting tipped. But the guy who broke in swears that he did. Yeah, uh, okay. or, of course he does, you know. But yeah. Anyway. He probably gets a $10,000 bonus for every punt he blocks or, or every extra point or, or field goal he deflects or whatever. <laughs> yeah, or just to take the credit for it, I guess. Well, yeah, either way. But, but he's saving the kicker's job probably because yeah. if they change it to block, then it's not the kicker's fault. Yeah. So I'm taking the cheese. Okay. So you taking the cheese also, I assume. Oh, yeah. Did I not say that? I thought well, you, I just, I mean, you did say I don't see any way you could take the Colts, but you didn't specifically say you Well, not no disrespect to the Colts, but I mean the Chiefs have been electric on offense. Yeah. Uh, and they're at home in a playoff situation. Um, what are Colts? Are they like 9 out of 10 or something, right, lately? Uh, they're on a tear, yeah. I don't know exactly what it is, but... I think that one week, the one one week I bet on is the one they lost. Um, now in the Texans game, I thought it was interesting because they went up twenty-one to nothing pretty early. I mean, I think it was still first quarter, if not just the start of the second quarter. The whole rest of that game was seven nothing Texans. In other words, the Colts won the very beginning of the game, but the, like the last three quarters of the game. The Texans won. Now, maybe the Colts took their foot off the gas. Maybe strategies changed. They were protecting the lead. Who knows? But yeah. I'm just saying that. Yeah, those two teams were pretty evenly matched, I think. Okay. So, uh, we're talking... Um, Cowboys at the Rams. Well, I guess I'm going to be taking all favorites. I'm taking the Rams. Even though the Cowboys have won some this year that I didn't expect them to win. And their defense is straightening up and Prescott's playing good. Is Elliott playing or not? Yeah. Mm. I mean, well, I something happened during the week that I don't know about, but he was he came out of the last game uninjured. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't play. Yeah, I just couldn't remember what his status was. Um That'd be interesting, Ezekiel and uh, Gurley. Oh, yeah. Two of the best and uh, opposing each other. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to say the Rams. Well, the Rams should have uh, a good defense. Now, Chiefs put up 51 points on them, but um, apart from that, usually the Rams' defense is pretty tight. Yeah. Um, and the Cowboys, like we've talked about most of the season, seem to be a different team in Dallas than they are away from Dallas. And they're away from Dallas. So 
I think this is going to be a strange game for me, at least. Anyway, like these two teams don't match up a lot. Cowboys shut the Saints down uh, that one game, but uh, that was in Dallas, though. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm not. Not going to change anyway. I'm going to go with the Saints. Start of the Rams. Yeah. Well, I'm going okay. with the Rams too. Um, All right. I mean, I think the Cowboys will do okay. Like I said, I think it's going to be a weird game. I don't think it's going to be the typical. I don't think the Rams are going to win thirty-five to fourteen. I think it's probably going to be something screwy odd, like twelve to nine, you know, or something like along those lines. But uh, I still think the Rams are going to come out of it. I think there's going to be a little more points on the board now. I'm going to say the. No, I'll say the Rams like 30, 31, 32. I'll say the Rams 32, the Cowboys 19, something like that. All right, fair enough. I know that's two weird numbers, but it's probably like you can get there somewhere, shape, or form. 32, 19, Rams. Go ahead. Okay, sounds good. Uh, all right, so we move to Sunday games. Um, the Chargers at the Patriots. Well, you know, everybody's going to be taking the Patriots at Foxborough. Yep. But, uh, um, it's all part of the plan. But, oh, yeah, it always is. Uh, but Rivers has got, you know, if he's ever going to break that, you know, it's him and Manning and, uh, Roethlisberger all taking that same draft. Rossburg's got two Super Bowls. Manning's got two. You mean Eli Manning? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they were all three taking that same draft. Uh, and that, that's what made, uh, that's why Breeze went to New Orleans. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go against the tide here. I'm going to take the Chargers. Okay. Well, I'm rolling right with the tide. Patriots. In Foxborough, one got to win one game to go to the championship. That's their motif. Yeah, um, yeah. as boring and whatever as they are, uh, especially this year, it's just going to figure if they win and go to the championship game. I think. Uh, yeah. Which, if the Chiefs win, is going to be interesting because then the Patriots would have to go to the to Kansas City and that right. is not part of the plan right right well they she's played Kansas City at or Kansas City played New England at New England this year and that was a pretty good game yeah but they lost yeah I know it, it was a shootout there so yeah I'm gonna think Chargers are gonna interrupt that plan I think uh, Rivers will have a personal thing going on he wants to break it glass ceiling and I think that Melvin Gordon uh, he was taken he was the next back taken after Gurley in that first uh, round that year and he's been playing pretty good so uh, uh, I don't know I'm, I'm going to go with I'm going to pick the Chargers in an upset well the Chargers um, sometimes I like them Maybe I should rephrase that. I, I liked him better in the Dan Fouts era. 
Oh, yeah. When they had Eric Coriel and Charlie Joyner and Dan Fouts and Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, Wes Chandler. Did I already say yeah. him? Kellen Winslow. Air Coriel. Yeah. That's, I mean, the Chargers were awesome back then. I'll never forget that playoff game against the Dolphins. And yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was unbelievable. What, it went six quarters or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was double overtime, and Rolf Benerska finally <laughs> yeah. won it with a field goal. And after that epic contest, they went and laid a dud in Cincinnati when it was frozen. Like the ground was frozen, the air was oh, frozen, remember, everything I'm, was frozen. I remember that. They couldn't walk or move. It was horrible. And the Bengals won that and went and got their tail kicked by San Francisco. I just really think it's uh, Chargers, it's fate this time. I think it's time for fate. Well, we shall see. I mean, <laughs> I, I, want, I guess I want them to win because I root against the Patriots, right? But... I just, even when they beat Baltimore, I wasn't as excited as I thought I would be. I mean, yeah. I wasn't rooting for Baltimore at by any stretch, but their Chargers just aren't doing much for me this year. Yeah, I just, I've never, I mean, arguably you can't argue with the stats on Phil Rivers. He's got good ones. Uh, I've just never been a big Phil Rivers fan, even though, like I said, you know, he. He's probably one of, you know, been over the last 15 years one of the best quarterbacks in the league if you look at all the different stats. But then you got to look at, you know, maybe he was a player short here, a player short there, and didn't have the horses he needed. But uh, I think it's time. All righty, we shall see. Okay. And then the Sunday game, or, well, that was the Sunday game, but the later Sunday game is – Eagles at the Saints. Well, you know, I got to stick with my original pick. Eagles all the way to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to, that would be an upset, I know, but I'm going to stick with the Eagles. I figured you would, but actually I'm picking the Eagles too. What? <laughs> but I'm I'm not like super convinced that I'm right. Yeah. Um but I am thinking that the Saints' offense has underperformed the last few games of the season. Really, the only one that they did, the best one that they they did out of the last like six games was against the Steelers. Right. Um, and the Steelers helped them a lot by giving right. them, you know, good field position and you know not being able to run out the clock and stuff like that. Um, but, like, when the Saints played Dallas and scored 10 points and when they played Tampa Bay and scored 12 points or whatever, and there's there's a rut in there. And the Eagles, I mean, we, talk, we keep talking about peaking at the right time, and I know they barely got by the Bears, but the Bears are good. Like, the Bears dominated a lot of games this year. Um, And just with Nick Foles, man, they're a different team. I'm I'm pulling for them now that Foles is back. Like, when Carson Wentz is there, I'm not near as excited about them, but I I, I like them much better with Foles at quarterback. Yeah, it'll be... uh... 
I mean, well, there's definitely a good story that goes with that, but like most stories, sooner or later the magic runs out, but I hope it don't run out yet. The thing that worries me a little bit about the Eagles is I'm still concerned. I know that they haven't totally remanned themselves from all those injuries they had uh, halfway through the season and the defensive secondary, but what really bothers me is uh, – even though guy is doing better, uh, I don't see a running game there. That Smallwood was out of West Virginia University. He's, uh, you know, he's okay, but I just uh, uh, that that part makes me a little concerned when you look at who the, you know, they got uh, Saints got Ingram and they got that uh, Alvin whatever. Kamara. Alvin Kamara was on my fantasy team. I know exactly who he is. Okay, then they got that. Big tall guy that uh, what's his name? Wide receiver Michael Thomas. Yeah. So I mean, they have the potential to explode. I oh, mean, oh yeah. They, I mean, early in the season they were putting up forty points a game. Yeah. But I'm saying, like the last six games, except for that Steelers game where they did thirty-one points, and largely because the Steelers gifted most of them to them. Um, you know, but they were decreased dramatically to like under 15 points a game over like the last six games well on Sunday I'm picking two visiting teams so that's probably not but both will probably be even be underdogs on neutral field but I'm you know going into the walking into the Lions den and I'm picking uh, both those dogs at the other team's home field so we'll see what happens Boy, we got lions and dogs and all kinds of stuff. And none of the lions and dogs are playing. They're Patriots and Saints. <laughs> so one other interesting note on that game, you were talking about the Eagles running game, right? Yeah. One, of, one of the guys they do have uh, who's healthy is Darren Sproles. So Darren Sproles comes yeah. back to New Orleans. And- and he used to play in New Orleans. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That that'll be interesting. Is Darren Sproles returning? Well, that's when they. I told you that a long time ago. That's when they started their Darren Sproles. In my opinion, I mean they were dominant there a couple of years, and they when they let Sproles go, I think he was the heart and soul of that team. Uh, well, so Eagle. how fitting would it be if Sproles comes back as an Eagle and puts the nail in the coffin? That would be cool. That would be cool. You got to like that Sproles, too. He's one of the oldest guys left playing. He can play anything. He can catch the ball. He can run. He can uh, – he blocks. He, he's a, he's one of them guys that gives 110. So, Speaking of giving 110 or not giving 110, are you following Antonio Brown controversy at all? Uh, just once I've seen uh, where uh, Rooney made some kind of a comment that I'm trying to remember what he said. I just read it. Well, the thing that I read that he said is, we're not going to release him, but we might trade him. I didn't read the part about the trade. All he said, he says, all I can tell you, options are on the table, but one thing we aren't going to do is release him. That's what I remember reading. Yeah, but well, they mean they're not going to cut him. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to look at this. Antonio Brown, he's a diva. There's no question about that, and particularly as he's gotten better and better over the years. and. But I can remember two or three years ago when they needed it, when Roethlisberger was hurt and they got Vic, quarterback. Right. 
Brown just said, oh, man, you know, we've got to have Roethlisberger back. Nobody throws like Roethlisberger. He said, you know, he lets that ball go before I'm even turned into my root. And, you know, and he, he, knew, he knew, at least back then, that part of the reason for his success was Roethlisberger's uh, uh, ability to, you know, let that thing fly before – you know, he'd say Vic would wait till he was where he's supposed to be or whatever. He said that just wasn't working, and he was moaning and groaning about Vic being a quarterback instead of Roethlisberger. Right. So now I'm thinking whether he'll still be in that mode or not. I don't know. I know Antonio Brown would get a little upset during even during the games when, well, you know, they were double covering him, so Roethlisberger was throwing to other receivers, and Brown wanted his share of targets, and he wasn't didn't think he was getting his share. Right. Uh, so I know there was some controversy there, and then once I seen where Schuster got voted MVP, this is before I read or heard anything about what you commented later on. I thought, oh man, that's going to say Antonio Brown off. And sure enough, and all, then you were telling me that a bunch of did erupt over that too. Yeah. So supposedly there was a shouting match during the uh, practice between Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown, which all the guys have said that's no big deal. People blow up at each other all the time. In the end, you're still a team. You're still family. Whatever. But the crucial part of that was that Roethlisberger denied it later for no apparent reason, but even as he's denying it, so he's denying like he's absolving himself, you know, from anything, but then at out of the other side of his mouth, he's saying, you know, I'm texting Antonio and he's not returning my text, not returning my call, you know. Yeah. So, like, I didn't realize how much Roethlisberger was... I don't know if I want to say responsible, but also yeah. an issue, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I'm not arguing with you. I, I do think, though, he, he's probably trying to walk that fine line, not letting Antonio Brown. You only have one captain of a ship, you know what I'm saying? Right. To me, it's the quarterback, and, you know, the, the first mate can't run the ship, and, uh, uh, I can understand there be a little bit of friction there, and then his use to Schuster and him getting a lot of recognition uh, is probably making it harder for Brown and and Roethlisberger is probably saying, "I got to throw to the open guy. I can't let this guy have temper tantrums and just you know walk away from it." Which maybe he should, but maybe he feels he can't. I don't know. Right. But I'm not absolving him completely. I'm not ready to give up on Roethlisberger yet. Uh, I'm going to see him have one or two more years left. And if he don't do it, we'll see what happens. Uh, they drafted that Mason Rudolph from Oklahoma State. But I sort of like that guy from Tennessee. I think that's where he's from. Uh, Joshua Dobbs. Right. Uh, you know, he they, they were talking like he wasn't even going to make the team. And then... That one game we beat the Bengals the first time around, he's the guy that saved that game. When Roethlisberger went down, you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yep, it was like third and 20 out of the end zone, and he made yeah. the down. He threw a, threw a, you know. A, but he he had a whole quarter and a half to play cover 
against the uh, Raiders and did a lot of nothing with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, he doesn't have much experience either, though. So, but anyway, so let's review, let's recap our uh, picks. Okay. Uh, so the Saturday game, early game, is Colts at Chiefs. We both picked the Chiefs. Okay. In Arrowhead. And then the Saturday late game is Cowboys at the Rams. We both picked the Rams in Los Angeles. And then it's the L.A. Chargers at the Patriots in the early Sunday game. You picked the Chargers and I picked the Patriots. Okay. And then the late Sunday game, the Eagles at the Saints, and we both picked the Eagles to upset the Saints. All right, so we only got one game different. The Eagles beating the Saints, that's a six seed beating a one seed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well... It's happened. Uh, I can remember over the last few years, uh, I don't want to say if they were six, but they were five or six. They had the Green Bay Packers, the year they beat us. Um, the New York Giants, the year they beat the Patriots. Uh, the Cardinals, the year that they went to the Super Bowl against the Steelers, they didn't win, but they were a six seed that went to the Super yeah. Bowl. The year that and, the Steelers beat the Seahawks, I believe they were a six seed. They were the first, actually, at that time, sixth seed to run the playoffs and, and win I, the Super And Bowl. I think the Ravens come out of a low seed, fifth or sixth seed once that one year when they won it, when Dilfer was quarterback. Well, that'd be interesting to see what happens. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Armchair Analysts. We'll be back next week with more analysis, commentary, and predictions.